Hello adventurers and welcome back to Vaybabad. Joining me are Steve C as Walter, a half-elf warlock, Dan as HK, a warforged barbarian, and Steve B as Logan, a human fighter. And as always, I am Mike, your Dungeon Master for this homebrew 5th edition game of Dungeons & Dragons. So, let's get back to the action and join the party for whatever shenanigans they get up to next. After escaping Bleakwood, the party continued on their journey east, arriving late at Praz Anawan. They bedded down for the night, continuing on to Hawksmouth the next day. Uh, they next sailed on their magical sailing boat east to the Scar. Upon arriving and beginning to explore, they discovered a large cave in the side of the island's biggest volcano. It was booby-trapped, but the party managed to bypass this to enter the cave, where they discovered a badly beaten up... What's going on now? <laughs> booby! <laughs> a badly beaten up Warforged claiming to be Narphiliac. Uh, after a brief conversation, Logan drew his sword and destroyed the Warforged being. HK suffered some kind of magical attack and fell to the floor, convulsing and unconscious. Uh, finally, a goblin woman came out of the depths of the cave, offering help, but they must hurry. And so where we left the party, um, HK... Everything, he was just lifeless, completely gone. All the lights had gone out. Um, in a f hurry and a fluster, um, Logan and Volta were rushing to follow this goblin woman who they hadn't even really taken any notice of, you know, details and such, just literally following her uh, on. Uh, and they went deeper into the cavern where they were met by these um, lights being projected up onto this metallic looking um, object structure hidden deep within the cave. Uh, we do have a picture of that. Uh, hopefully... We do have a picture of that We can bring indeed, it up somewhere. And it's going to appear on the screen. And before you all see it, this is our resident DM's artwork. No one else was involved in the design mm. or the structural background I have, behind I have this. No and accent. we'll let you... Let's just stay quiet and picture what you will this is the goblin spaceship. But you don't know it's a spaceship yet. We don't know it's a spaceship, that. only he wrote on it, and you can see, goblin science vessel, and I think even he realised what it may look like, as at the bottom it says, not a penis and balls. Yep. That's right. So this is not a penis and balls, everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you want to talk us through your kind of Good design year. aspects that went into this and the thought processes and stuff? It's meant to look like, well, I mean, obviously it's not meant to look like a bike saddle, but I envisioned a bike saddle. So you've got the long bit that comes out the front and then the wider bit at the back, but it kind of looks, you know, um, bulbous, like, I suppose. Like a dick and, and I balls. said, just, And I said, I said if, if you were lying on your back, if you're a man, a, a woman wouldn't understand this. Or maybe they would, <laughs> I don't know. In this day and age, well, I'm not going to go into all that. But anyway, if you're lying on your back and your penis is sort of up towards your belly button and then your balls... It, it just... 
Anyway. The less said about this, the better. But anyway, this is not a penis. This is indeed a goblin science vessel shaped like a bike saddle. It's a bike saddle, alright? It's a bike saddle, and that's all there is to it. Yes. So but Let's move on. Move let's on. get rid now of you that. Have a, you have a visualisation of what it looks like. But they're only seeing the side profile. Um, uh, the left-hand side profile is what just seeing. There's landing gear and there is a ramp inviting them upwards, which is where they're going. Strip. A landing strip, yep. I'll just to kind of get this out there now before it all gets there. Um, if we go onto this, are we technically riding the ship? Riding that cock and balls? I wish I never mentioned it. Looked you literally wrote up. not a penis. But it was... Oh, yes, I know, but... I the clue's in the word not. Mm, yes. Yeah, quite. I don't want to check my notes over there. I need those. Um, so, uh, I think, I think in fact, in the last episode, the goblin woman did shout... Um, her name was Misa. Nice to meet you, as they were trying to sort of get away from um, what was going on. Um, I actually described it as it looks like a smooth pebble. Uh, as it's illuminated by these, um, almost like these spotlights. The spotlights are like uh, a light emanating out of a cone type shape thing. Um, and anyway, so they you, you drag HK, um, I, I can't remember if you actually had something to drag him on, but you drag him up the ramp um, and it's sort of, it's a, it's a rush, it's a blur. You're not really taking things in, but you notice that the walls are smooth uh, with lights running through the centre. Uh, imagine like on the Enterprise, you know, that sort of curved wall. There's like a light strip running through the middle and that sort of thing. Other sci-fi starships are available. Yes, other sci-fi, yeah. <laughs> the Millennium Falcon, for example. <laughs> um, metal panels um, are there, right. and, and there's some, some of the panels have been removed, and you've got some like pipes and wires exposed, that sort of thing. Um, but it's all like it's a rush, and she leads you into this room, which... Um, it's it's a large central room. It's it's round. There's desks and benches um, all over the place in here, but not like messily all over the place. They're just they're just in a in a order, but they're quite low down to the ground. Um, sort of like they were obviously designed for the lower the smaller stature of these goblins. Um, and uh, on them are uh, <laughs> what we would sort of know to be a screen, but to the characters it's just it's like a piece of glass but they have lights on them with different um, bits of language and symbols and that sort of thing um, and they sort of, you, uh, you get the, you get him in there you're not strong enough to lift him onto one of these benches but she sort of like grabs uh, various instruments and starts waving um, this, this it looks like a rock um, a bit like uh, one of these you know mice things um, it looks like uh, one of those, and she sort of starts waving it over his chest and his face and, and lower down his body. Um, and there are lights appearing on it and all that sort of thing. Um, and she she looks up to uh, to Logan and to uh, and to Volta, and she sort of looks at you for a moment. Ah, oh, I, I I I hate to tell you this, but uh, he's dead. I'm sorry. He's gone. Can you make him undead? Bring him back? Fix him? Uh, Repair him? Anything? I mean, he's really dead. It's like... I know he's a machine, but you can't... He can't come back like this. 
Um, when you say like this, there's other ways. You, well, as you look at her, I'm just going to give you a quick description. As you look at her, um, now you're sort of like talking and interacting properly. Now you've stopped rushing. You know, she has very pale green skin, um, short, dark hair, uh, two long, pointy, like elf-like ears, um, and a large pointed nose. She's wearing boots and overalls, like blue overalls with the sleeves rolled up. She's got really deep blue eyes. She stands about three, three foot seven. Um, but yeah, she's. I, I, I can't do, I can't do much for him like this. Uh, I wonder. I could. I it. I'm I'm a I'm an engineer. Um, I'm an engineer, but uh, I'm also somewhat of a, a a priest, a healer, a priestess, a healer in 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 my culture. Um, I could speak to my goddess and I could commune <laughs> with her and see if, if if she could help. I suppose. Try it by all means. Okay. Well. Uh, I'm not someone yeah. of the faith, but if there's any chance, then I say we take it. He's this body is destroyed. There's nothing I can do to bring life back to this. I mean, there are other options. I do have options here on this boat, uh, on this ship. Sorry, um, but uh, let me uh, listen. Why don't you guys? Uh, we got a we got a mess on board. You could go there and maybe take a rest. And I'll spend some time and pray and see what I can do. If you like. Yes, we would very much like. Whatever you can do will be gratefully received. Um, she leads you out of this room and sort of takes you around to uh, down some corridors and into another room. It's a, it's a boxier room. Um, Before we leave you, is there anything we can do to help? Uh, no, no, no. I, I need to... I'm going to have to uh, spend a bit of time on my own and make some prayers and uh, see what we can get out of this. Um, so you have to bear with me, but I, I'll take you down here and at least take on some water and and maybe like some food, if you like. And she takes you down to this mess room and there's a couple of like of these other little goblins and they all look fairly similar. Like, most of them have short hair or, or no hair. Some of them have little like goatees. But they're all wearing these blue overalls, you know, and, and boots. And they're sort of minding their own business and just eating and drinking this in this mess hall. Um, and uh, she sort of says, to her, "Guys, these don't worry about these guys. They're they're with me. Um, I'm trying to help their friend. He's not well. Uh, I might need to call on some of you later on to help me. But for now, just just pay no mind to them." And uh, she leaves, and you're in there for maybe an hour. Um, and she comes back to you, and, uh, well, um, let's go somewhere quiet. Let's go back to the lab. Let's go back to the lab. We can talk in the lab. And she takes you back to the, the room, and HK is still there on the floor. Um, so I spoke to, um, Aline. Aline is, uh, is my goddess. Um, and, uh, she's, uh, she's told me some interesting things while I was communing with her. Um, so your friend... HK's, uh, I think you called him, isn't actually, that's not his real name. You know that? Uh, we do, but I'd be hard pushed to remember the full serial number. <laughs> we call him HK for short. No, no, no. He had, he's, he's, he's what we, what we call the Mark I Warforged, and they have 
uh, spirits inside of them. Spirits, they were a, uh, they were Asimar once upon a time ago. Uh, HK was an Asimar? A long time ago. His spirit was placed into the machine to make it work. We heard tales of them back in the pits. I never thought I'd meet one. Well, you Much less did. be traveling alongside one. Would, would he have known was, this? His name was Keenan. Who loves orange soda? <laughs> 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 I took a second, but I, I couldn't not. Sorry. That's cool. Um, would, would, would he have known this himself? Um, well... There were inhibitors inside of the machine, which kind of like... A lot of them went crazy. When when they were their souls were poured out of wherever they were, they you know, from beyond and put into these machines, a lot of them went crazy. Some of them kind of accepted it. They knew that there was more to be done. And uh, I guess he was one of the ones that didn't go crazy. He may hold memories, I don't know, of his time as a Warforged, but he'd probably retain memories of the time before that. So, with him being didn't a... didn't really speak of his time before that. No, he didn't speak much, to be fair. With him it being depends. more of a spirit, is, is there more that we can do, or, or a different path we can take? Well, you can still save him. Um, as a priestess of Olin, uh, I have the power to bring him back. Uh, resurrection. Uh, but this body's broken. Um, this isn't going to work. I do have another one. Uh, something we've been working on. See, there's a... Back in Karnlodir, there's this whole, like... People aren't very happy about these Warforged. They're like, oh, machines, machines. We don't want machines in our houses helping us with our chores. So, um... We've come up with this idea of creating a synthetic being using Warforged technology. So it looks like a person. It acts like a person. It breathes like a person, but it's not a person. It's still a machine. Um, we're actually cooking up the first one in the lab right now. We've we've not really had the chance to do it because technology on this world is just so limited. But finding this ship again was great. There's so much stuff on here we can use. This is not your ship. Oh, no. This was, like, my great-great-granddaddy's? Speaking of which, have you not, like, been, like... This is, like, to you guys, this must be amazing. I mean, it seems to look like similar stuff that my sword is from. But all the ships I've seen are made of wood. Yeah, this is, uh... This is what you call a spaceship. Ooh. You know, there isn't that much space in it. It's quite small. Well, yeah, but I mean, did you know this can go... You know when at nighttime you see the stars in the sky? Did you know that you oh, can actually the, go the, there? The, those are just fireflies that have gone a bit too far. Oh, no, they're not. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. This I mean, will take you there. Well, it would. I mean, it's got no... There's not enough power in it anymore. Well, I mean, they're awfully small. We wouldn't fit. There's a greater, there's a greater world outside of your own. Let me put it to you that way. But for now, let's solve this problem, shall we? I mean, if you can 
bring him back, whether we it's have... by this synth thing or make his robot things work again. We have the technology on this ship to make it work. <laughs> we could rebuild it. <laughs> Six million dollar robot. I mean, I see no other way forwards. Uh, well, if it can be done, then please make it so. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. You also fun with corny film references. I am just merely following in your footsteps. Yes. Shiny. <laughs> Shiny. Um. So um. So yeah, I, there's a ceremony we could perform. We, I could, I could get you to where his spirit is, and you could try and convince him. But uh, it's not going to be easy. He's in uh, what you might call purgatory. He's just reliving these few memories over and over, and and he will do for all of time. Unless you can free him, of course. And convince him to come back. I mean, have you ever been there? <laughs> no. Then and how, how do you know we can get there? You. What, wait, what? Physically, you won't. I'm going to separate you from your bodies. Um, and what happens if we can't get him back? Uh, well, you should be fine. I mean, what I'm going to do is I've got some technology here. I'm going to place our heads... And then you're going to go into like a sleep and I'm going to make some prayers to Aline and then she'll sort of untether you from your bodies and take you to this other plane. It's like a plane our kind of travel. It's, 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 it's wibbly wobbly, tiny whiny stuff. We've been there before. I think we could maybe entertain going there again. Um, I mean... I'm not to be uh, a skeptic, but you speak of stars and fireflies and spaceships and metal things. This seems awfully convenient to take three strangers, put us all to sleep, and do what you whatever you want with our belongings and bodies. And how can three we trust strangers? You? I only see two strangers. The other one's dead. I mean, I suppose that was to the point. But, but how do we trust that you're not just, you know? Well, I guess it's going to take a leap of faith. You want your friend back or not? I mean, this doesn't... We can't do this forever. We can't just hang on forever. I mean... Hey, I'm going to quickly speak to, um... Walf... Fucking Walther. Walther through the ring. And, like, just, just ask his opinion. What do you think? Trustworthy? That kind of thing. We were directed to find this goblin. We were told she would show us the way forwards. We have to trust that this is the right step to take. We owe our lives to HK many times. It would be foolish not to risk them once to help him. And you know that, um, as you know, goblins are a part of dwarven society. Then, that, yeah, as I said, as I said previously, then. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not evil creatures. They're just, they're from another place, but they're not evil creatures. They they just 
in, in this the setting, of... they are inherently kind of good. Yeah, yeah, they're generally just, they're speaking. Just, they're just they're actually in this a super advanced beings, so, like really yeah. technology advanced, really cool. But because this one has been personally recommended to us by King yeah. Razi, so you know. I mean, it's he's just, not led us because... astray so far, and like we all know, you're definitely the thinker out of the two of us. I'll rely on this if we get stuck. Um, but I see no reason why not to go forwards with it then. Look, if we die, you can blame me, it's fine. If we die, I will haunt you. That's okay, I'll be dead anyway. <laughs> you have a, to put up with an eternity of me. <laughs> As a reminder, just because um, obviously people watching this won't know, if you remember, I think it was back in the first season, as you call it, um, I did explain that they were from a different world and they're just trapped here because technology is just not good enough here. Whether they crashed here by accident or whatever, you don't know, but they're just stuck. But, you know, they've they've been really useful <coughs> as a race to help. Well, like dwarves and that, but... Um, yeah, um, so... Um, just look through my notes here. Where was I going with this? Yes, so she says, um, if you want to go ahead, then uh, I'm going to take you down to the other lab, and that's where the, that's where the headgear is, and i got some beds in there you can lie on. And it'll just be like going to sleep, and for you guys, it'll be like a dream. You'll just be like in a dream. Uh, and it should, with, with the guidance of, of, of my goddess, you should end up in the right plane and you should find him but um one thing she did tell me when i was communing was that uh it's protected this this plane is protected um there is a thing there called a, a tempest storm around the whole plane it, it just protects the plane in general but it's it's fairly docile until something aggravates it and then it'll flare up into this really intense superstorm so uh, what you need to do is get in there and get out again, pretty quick. Um, Logan, keep your hands in your pockets and do not react to anything. With, with our spirits being separated from our bodies, if we're going into this place, would we, our spirits, us, them, have so our I weapons or just... You are we are we like ourselves or are we just floating how how are we the way it was described to me is when you get there you'll appeal you'll appear in the dream as he would see you uh in his own time so uh these three things that these three dreams that he seems to be reliving these memories one is in the far-flung past one is then bit further into the future but still in the past and then one is seemingly now he just seems bored um so i think in the in the both past moments he will not see you as you you will appear to him as like uh whatever he recognizes and then perhaps if you get to the present moment or the future moment he will recognize you and remember you um but you should I think being like a dreamlike state, you'll kind of have your stuff, I guess. I don't know. You're just going to have to go there and find out. I mean, I'd just like to say, this if isn't we're something appearing, I've ever really done. If, if we're going to appear to him as he sees us, we'll be fine because I will surely appear as a godlike being. I say we go for it. Just lead the way to the lab. Uh, okay. And she 
leads you just around the ship. I do have a map of the internals of the ship. Um, I mean, it's not really that important for people watching or listening. Well, I'll send it to you guys so you can see it. <coughs> um, which takes you around to one of these other labs, and there are these like little benches up. They've sort of been um, made to be more comfortable, and she gets you on there. And um, she says, right, I'm going to place this apparatus on your head. And it kind of looks like um, Doc Brown's thing from Back to the Future, the, the mind reader type thing. Um, and she sticks it on your head and says, like, okay, um, so just close your eyes and it's kind of like you're just going to go to sleep. But you're not going to go to sleep. You're going to be dreaming intensely. And when I can monitor your brainwaves and then when I see the spikes... I know you're ready to come back. You're going to have to really will it, though, that you you want to come home, and I will bring you back. If there's one thing I'm good at, it's falling asleep. And he just lies straight down on this bad thing. Just make sure, Dorothy, you click your heels, and you can come back to Kansas. There's no place like home. I don't have a home. I don't know where my family is, and I've never been. And boom. <laughs> That's it. And he's out. Oh, like a light. Um, you sort of just... It's like going to sleep. And then you wake up. Um, and you are in a courtyard. Is Walter asleep at the same time, or...? Yeah, yeah, you're both there. You're mm -hmm. both there. Yes, I'm just quieter than you. When you look at each <laughs> other, when you look at each other, you look as you do. You've got your gear, you're just you in this in this state. Um... We find ourselves in a courtyard, and it's surrounded by walls, um, and there's like uh, vines and other bushes and that growing up around it. It's a lovely day. Um, it's almost like being in like a Mediterranean garden. There's arches um, behind uh, the uh, the courtyard where you are inside of it, in this room. Um, and then, but as you look out into this floral garden, uh, what you see is a group of men and women. They're all lined up. And they're all wearing monk-type white clothes, um, like a like Jedi sort of clothes, I suppose, with with sandals. Um, as an armoured man, much taller, almost giant-like, and he's pacing up and down the line, talking to each of them. Um, as you move in closer um, to sort of inspect what's going on, um, you hear him speaking as, You will be my elite guard. I entrust each and every one of you with my life. Do not let me down. And then the memory fades and jumps. Um, you're now a part of this line, but uh, you're wearing armor. You look down and you, you can see physically your appearance has changed. You're now wearing armor. Um, and as you look up and down the line, people are looking at you and they're talking to you. But they're sort of very nervous and afraid. But they don't seem to like look at you like they don't recognize you. They look at you as if you are one of them. So you can kind of guess that your appearance is uh, has, has changed to them. Um, one of them next to you, um, this is uh, a moment for Dan. One of them next to you looks at you. Um, his eyes are glowing a pure white as ethereal wings outstretched on his back. Um, dazzling white metal plate atop of uh, a white tunic. I would die for my family. Would you? <laughs> um, and then... Would you? <laughs> Why are you a farmer? <laughs> for... <laughs> Before you have chance to react, uh, a muscular man, again, giant stature, long flowing red hair, he wears a heavy belt with a thick, uh, with a huge buckle at the front, 
Um, he's, he's sort of shirtless, but he's got, um, uh, he's got his hilt, he's got uh, sandals. Um, his upper body, uh, body's just covered in war paint. Um, and he strides up the line. Uh, and as he does so, he's sort of giving a, you know, a last minute speech to try and rally everybody in his... Uh, this lich, he has arrived here and been allowed to fester. We will end him today and his army of abominations to war, my friends, for our future. And the line shouts back, Hail Narfiliac! And with that, the line just bursts forward. Everyone breaks rank and they're just charging in. And there's this um, smashing into the shambling horde of undead that uh, is coming out of whatever abyss in front of you. Um, you guys are smashing your way through, swinging swords, axes, maces, everything. Um, it's pretty epic. Uh, your company makes their way inside of some sort of... As you, as you sort of break your way through over uh, as this battle rages on, um, you sort of come to a hilltop and there's this, there's this tower, an ancient-looking tower, and uh, you, you break your way in through to it. Um, you find a way in with a small group of, uh, of these, um, these, these people with you. Um, and you find your way into the tallest room, and inside you find this lich's phylactery. Uh, one of them shouts, destroy it! We must destroy it! Uh, before you do, however, the room fills with a terrible cloud of dark energy, killing the unprepared. Uh, you stand alone now with this one remaining ASMR. Let's triumph together, or die trying. Hey, he's got it. <laughs> uh, let me get my uh, my stats out, and we're going to roll initiative. Oh, 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 oh! <laughs> Dice, dicey, dicey. Oh. <laughs> if I was actually prepared for all the extra time we had at the start, I would have got this page up and going, ready already. Cool. There we go. There it is. Now I need some paper. Cool. Okay, so we've got Keenan and Cal. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Logan now, we've got Volta. And I've got my Lich. Okay, what are your initiatives, please, gentlemen? Oh, my initiative is the grand old total of 12. Cool, we're still going ahead of him. Run has 15. Yep. I got seven. Seven. Seven! Seven! That's fine. Um, that's cool. Um, so, the thing to note about this is it's Welcome supposed to be like a no-win no scenario. System. So don't worry if, if you die. <laughs> don't need to worry. Um, okay. So, uh, who's going first? Volta, you are going first. Then I will obviously attack with air dodge. Blast three times in the face. Yes. Oh. I'll tell you now, his AC is 17. Well, the first one missed right. because I rolled a nat 1, and that rolled 10. So the second one... Oh my god, what is going on? Is <laughs> 5 for 14. And the third one... Come on, hit something, you die! Ah, 3. Do it. Whether 9 is 12. So I missed with all of them! Yeah. As this as this entity so like appears in this, it's like a round a round stone room. The flax trees is in the middle. This like spiry type thing with this dark energy swirling around it, and then he emerges and just seems to be floating next to it. 
with these uh, this flurry of uh, magic, but unfortunately, it just I think the panic probably it just flows uh, everywhere except onto it. Um, Logan, you are next. Watch out! He's gonna draw his hefty greatsword and swing and take a swing at it. Go for it. Uh, with 16 to hit. Uh, no, AC is 17, sorry. And so he follows up with a second swing of 24 to hit. Mwah! Absolutely. Um, and you have a magical sword, so you're okay. He does. He does nine damage, and he uses his extra attack for one final swing. Another 26 to hit. Yeah. For another 12 damage, so a total of 21 magical slices. 21 magical slices. Misses with the first on the backhand, takes a good slice, and then turns it around and plunges it for another one. Cool. Yep, and uh, they they all connect, and it seems to shriek as uh, attack is it's not used to this. Um, it will now be Zilich's go. And although I did read about this earlier on, I can't remember what I was going to do straight away. Um, some Lichtenstein. It's going to do some Lichtenstein. It is going to make a paralyzing Welcome touch against to that person who just hit it, Logan. So that is a plus 12 to hit. It hits you for uh, 27. Damn. God damn that's oh, no, no, definitely it hits, a hit yeah uh, you must make um, in fact I'll do the damage first oh no uh, three six uh, six five is eleven eleven points of cold damage oof eleven points of cold damage and you must succeed on a DC 18 con save please or be paralyzed for a minute and you may repeat the same throw at the end of each of your oh, its turn sorry um, ending the effect on itself. So yeah, at the end of your turn, you My can, you constitution can... is a grand total of twelve, and I'm cool. stuck so you are, here. You are paralysed for a moment, um, for a minute, sorry, but you can repeat that same throw. Uh, the the wording's a bit dodgy. It says at the end of its turn, it could be the lich or you, but after it says out, ending the effect on itself. So I'm guessing it is you. Yeah. Well. Um, cool. Um, and. Any layer actions? No, no, I should have done that at the start. No, tell like. Okay, that's um, that will be Keegan. Keegan's turn. Keegan. 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 <laughs> Am I Asimar or Warforged at this point? I don't remember. You are using your Asimar stats, but not the okay. ones I gave you. No. Okay. Uh, so I will uh, dash forward, drawing my quarter staff off my back. And uh, attempt to hit it cool. a couple of times. So the first time is uh, seventeen to hit. That hits just Ooh. is seventeen. Oh Jesus! What was that? Okay, uh, so that one is nice. Um, Ten damage. Yep. And then the second, the other end of it. Actually, swing round. Uh, I guess misses tend to hit. Yar, sadly. Yar. That's uh, all from Keenan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. God uh, damn. 
Ooh, I could do that, couldn't I? I'm just uh, having a look back through the layer actions. Hey, that doesn't make sense. Oh, okay. Um, it looks at Keenan. Uh, it's going to use layer action. Um, and it is going to attach a uh, tether of negative energy to you. If, uh, if the Lich takes damage, the target, which is you, Keenan, must take a DC 18 con save. On a failed save, the Lich takes half the damage, rounded down, and the target takes the remaining damage. <laughs> Uh, this tether lasts until initiative count 20 on the next round, so it, it can only do this this round. Okay. Uh, cool, so that's its layer action. Um, Volta. I will roll up my sleeves and gesticulate wildly and cast Chill Touch. <gasps> uh... It is resistant to cold damage. Well, it, it, is, it is not called damage as such. Okay. Um, 24 to hit. Yep, that hits. So you create a ghostly skeletal hand, and the hand squeezes for necrotic damage. Uh, also resistant. <laughs> well, it's no good telling me that now. I've already decided what I'm doing. Uh, sorry, so I forgot chill touch was that. I thought it was some sort of cold damage, sorry. Yeah, 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 it's fine. It hits him for 16 for whatever he can do with that. But he now has, uh, I think, it, 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 he counts as undead, I guess? He is undead, yeah. Then he has disadvantage if he's attacking me. Until so how much the damage my did next it, turn. How much damage did it do? Uh, it did 16, but he obviously is resistant, so it won't have down, done So I would say... Uh, That'd be an 8 then, I guess. I've completely lost my round. Well, let's go 15 round down would be... Uh, yeah, yeah. 8, that's cool. Yeah, so okay. Does that mean I take 8? Oh, no. um, you... damage. Well, actually... Four? No. Sorry, we've done this wrong. So the Lich takes the damage. However, yeah. now Volta must make a DC 18 con save. What? I never touched him. <laughs> no, but you damaged him. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Yeah, that is right. That I is do. Right. Yes, what? No. you damaged him. So you'd make a DC 18 con save. An 18 con save, okay. Yeah. Let me just do that then. If you fail, then the Lich will take four instead of eight, and then... Um... Thank goodness I got 19. Okay, so he takes the full damage, that's fine. Otherwise, Keena would have took four, and I would have took four, that's fine. Um, so, after water, we Lich, are on Lich to Logan. Logan kneels and puts his hand on the flat of his blade, and flame runes erupt up the flat side of this magical blade and it's glowing everywhere and he runs over to strike this beastie for 24 to hit that hits so it takes nine damage mm -hmm. then his second swing misses his third hits for come on come on work another 12 and then the runes engulf the beastie for where's my dice 
for 15 fire damage. And you have to do a save. Uh, okay. A strength so saving throw, please. Hang on. Okay. Hang on. That is uh, a straight 16 on the saving throw. A straight 16. So you now take an extra 2d6 fire damage and are restrained for one minute. Taking well, he is going to use his legendary resistance and failed it and uh, choose to succeed instead. Yes. Um, so I took, <clears throat> that is uh, 27 plus 9 is, uh, oh, maths and me, uh, 34. 34 points of glorious damage. So that brings us down. Logan looks at these flames like that have just come from his wounds and manifested around his wrists and as they just fizzle okay. away and he breaks out, he's like, what the hell are you? Right, so that was 34 points of damage. Now, let's just see. Um, you must now make a... Uh, oh, sorry, the, the target, sorry. So Dan, you must make... Sorry, I've oh, got this shit, wrong yeah. the first time. So Alter shouldn't have made this. Should have been Dan. So Dan... Uh, Keenan, you need to make a DC 18 con save to see if you take any part of that damage. Oh, oh, oh. What's my con? Uh, I made I made 18. That makes Sweet. it right. You are fine. <laughs> you are fine. He takes the full blow. Yeah. So that was Logan. It's going to be the Lich's turn. Give me two two seconds. I was going to walk to that counter and bring my fan over here because I'm baking. Give me two secs. <laughs> Who loves orange soda? Combat unit 19274. <laughs> <laughs> Likes orange soda. Is it true? Affirmative. Ah, oh. I do, I do. Oh no, dodgy 90s. I, I just have small, small fun. I've, I've not got very many fans. This is my smallest fan. Oh. Dan's got the biggest fan. Yep. The only problem with fans is it goes... Yeah. Um, tell me if the sound of the fan is a nuisance on the stream. You're a nuisance on the stream. Way! I know. <laughs> it is the uh, Lich's turn. Ah! What? He is going to... What is he gonna do? What is he gonna do? What are people, you pesky people. What are he gonna do when he comes for you? <laughs> yeah. It's Britney Lich. <laughs> it's well that I am Britney Lich. <laughs> if Lich brings all the boys to the yard, it didn't like... it's, it's better than yours. <laughs> it didn't like what Logan did, so it's going to use a legendary action against you and frightening gaze you. Oh no! You must succeed on a DC 18 Wisdom saving throw, please. Or become frightened for a minute. Woman. In fact, Fruit. do you know what we didn't do? Yeah. No. We let Logan, no. Have, we let Logan have a go, but he's paralysed. <gasps> so I'm going to take back that damage. Goddamn retcons, con save. Biatch. Uh, 17. And you had to make a con saving throw um, at the end of your turn, so I, let's go back to Logan's turn. I wouldn't normally do this, but um, we got that horrific. I, I got wrong. a 17, but I think you said the save was 18. 
It is 18, yes. So no, you, you failed that. So yep. now we'll go to the Lich's turn, and he is going to frightening gaze at Volta. So Volta must make a DC 18 wisdom saving throw. All become frightened for a minute. Ah, nine. Wisdom nice. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. I imagine um, that's very wise. Do you'd you imagine hate? wrong. Hang on. Saving throw. Come on, saving throw. Roll, damn you. Roll! Roll! <laughs> 23. <laughs> okay, so you're fine. That's fine. 23. You're fine. Um, and that's... It can't do anything else. That costs two actions to do that. Um, and so we're over to Keenum. It was still quite oh. scary. It was very scary. Uh. Oh, God. <laughs> I will. Uh. Keenan's turned into Jethro. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna strafe round to try and put him between, uh, like, me and my allies so that he can only face one of us right mm -hmm. um and uh i'm gonna go for another two staff strikes okay. staff strikes that's a good one that's a 26. Oof. Oh, i keep forgetting to specify i'm two-handing so for this one i will one-hand it that's a four seven to hit uh seven damage sorry Seven damage to him, yep, okay. For the second strike, I will two-hand it. Double fisting. <laughs> uh, 22 to hit. That hits. So, I didn't actually look. Oh yeah, D8. Because I'm fisting him. 11 damage. And then, mm -hmm. I'm going to like, oh, and you spend a key point to do a flurry of blows, which is two unarmed strikes against him. Cool. Uh, nat 20 on the first one. Ooh. And a... Uh, 12 on the second one. The second one misses, um, but you know what to do with a nat 20. Max damage plus damage. Ah, oh, max as well! Uh, 16. Uh, 20. Points of damage. Twenty points of damage. Oh, punch. <laughs> cool. Um, so as you as you like fa -fa -fa -fa, with uh, your fists of fury, um, you can sort of see that. Uh, <laughs> what? That it's all cool. <laughs> can you not say that? I don't know. Um, oh, fists of fury. Fists of marking one off of my fists of fury attack. <laughs> um, you sort of see like the corporeal form of him just starts to like break up a bit because it's obviously like dried out tissue and he's like a husky type being so it's like he's just breaking apart a bit. He looks pretty damaged at this point. Um, but uh, after Keenan, it is going to be um, Kale. It's going to be Kale. <laughs> uh, Why did I pick this name? Welcome to Good Burger. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Uh, okay. So he's going to use layer action. He um, starts to summon uh, forth these spirits. So the, the fallen um, ASMR that were in the room with you, 
they start these to see the spirits start to like materialize in the room um and he's gonna go for keenan because he didn't like that uh, that last attack you must succeed i'm afraid on a dc 18 con save please okay oh that's not looking good 11. Hmm. uh okay you take 52 points of necrotic damage <laughs> Necrotic. Well, I'm resistant. Are you? Okay, half damage. <laughs> half damage. 26. 26. Nice. <gasps> Do you know what? We keep, we've forgotten the other one, didn't we? We've forgotten the other. Oh, no, it's, no, it ended. It ended because that's fine. I'd say the one where you take damage as well, but it ended. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard tracking all these different these abilities. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, Volta, this is your turn. I am going to cast Fireball at his face. So I require a dexterity save. <laughs> Dex save. Giving him a he is, He's pretty dexterous. He's got a 13 though. 13? Yeah. He has failed, I'm afraid. So I'm <gasps> just rolls damage, which is just 10d6. That wasn't me, by the way. That was channeling the Lich. And that was just 10d6. Just 10d6, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 39 <laughs> points of fiery damage. 39 Woo! points of damage. Okay, let me just work that one out. Uh... <laughs> I'm so bad at maths. It's unbelievable. Okay, you, he's Calculator. on fire at this point. He is so on fire and his, his form is just falling to pieces at this point. There isn't much left to him. Um, after you, it is the currently paralyzed Logan. 18 uh, on the con? Paralyzed? Am I fully paralyzed or just unable to move where I am? Nope, you are paralyzed. Yeah, you, how close you... is he to the flames? Oh, well, he was fairly close, wasn't he, actually? Because um, he was in melee range. But no, I am you, going you, to you have to succeed on an 18 con save or you're paralyzed for a full minute. And obviously, combat six seconds. I'm going so. to use Giant's Might bonus action. Which makes me become larger. And you're paralyzed. You have to, but you have to succeed on the con save first. This, this isn't. I don't have to move to do this. I just become large, but it gives me advantage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but what, what are the? Is it a verbal thing? It's <laughs> nothing. You magically gain the effect. That's all it says. I would imagine there's some level of willing it on, but okay. I, I, I say mentally, you could get away. It does say get your physical sign doesn't change. It's just for the sake of getting advantage on the checks and any saving throws. Okay. Doesn't do any sort of other good stuff. So the first would be a 15 and the second would be an 18. Fuck you, Lich. Yes, you are now free from your paralysis. So he's angry at this and he draws his... Well, he's already got it drawn. But he attacks with his magical sword. <coughs> For the first one of 17 is a miss, I believe. Uh, no, 17 hits. Oh, 17 does hit. Ooh. Four. Ooh, what happened? Oh, it's okay. Uh, 13 damage. Then his second swing. Is a 19 hit, which causes 16 damage. 
because of giant's bite. And then his extra attack was an 18 to hit. This is the final attack he can do. For another 10 damage. Cool. Okay. Uh, let me just find something and then... Uh... <laughs> Squeaky yawn! <laughs> You know, do that thing where you yawn and you just like spray. Oh, I take wait, wait, you get an extra for 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 might it's not 1d6 anymore because of my level, it's 1d8! Ooh. I get an extra 1d8. Well So I need four. How you destroy this lich. So, what? <laughs> we killed a lich. You killed a lich. <laughs> he, he doesn't physically change, but you see him like straining and all his like neck veins and stuff like bulging. And then you just see these this paralysis just kind of crackles off him. And he instantly, as it breaks, you could see he was like withholding his sword in this paralysis. And the second it breaks, it just like and pull, breaks out of it across him. And he follows up with the three strong hits, getting his extra from his, his kind of like a rage from this giant's might. And he's bellowing and he's like screaming, Aah! and this thing just kind of slices like two clean cuts through it, so it's just like. Nice. Well, yeah, you can lich. Hell yeah. Now. Firstly, it's down to Steve's stupid rune knight thing where he can do like ridiculous damage. And secondly, I didn't really, I didn't use any of his spellcasting ability. I just wanted to like try and stop you all, just to hold you in place, to to try and give you a chance to kill a lich. Because yeah. my next move, my next move, because Steve broke out of paralysis, was the power word kill. <laughs> Damn. That was my next move, and then blight was going on someone else. Um, I think fourth level. Yeah, fourth level. You there, right, so. Keenan? You've got some impressive magic stuff going on. What was that crazy punch you did? You have chance to speak though. Um, <laughs> this, this vision fades. It's gone. It just. Fades out. Um, you find yourselves. <laughs> Do you, Sorry, Chris. You I'm trying to read. <laughs> Haha, <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to take a wife. break real quick before we do the next uh, We are on 10 past 10. Let's take a really quick break, have a pee, I can let the cat in, and we will be right back for part two. Let's do this, guys. <laughs> well, you've also had three followers during that first half, so thank you very much. Proper Timbo selector, Schmelon, and Acceptinesis. Whoever you are, thank you very much, and we'll be right back after the break. <laughs> 